And we're back. Yep. I forgot to check all the knobs. I did. Okay. I'm tired of well, he, I'm tired of your crap about it. It's my equipment. Not climactic there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Kenny. That's Josh. This is Random, Random Ramblings. Ramblings. Hey! Ooh, we didn't even... First time that's ever no happened. No kidding. Yeah. We didn't even try to iron yeah. that out. I don't have Coke, though. The good <laughs> or the soda. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't drink the soda anyway. I've got coffee. I'm on like... This is like the half a pot. As he completely downplays the fact that I said I don't have the good stuff either. Yeah. Um, uh, for the record, I've never done narcotics. I just assume... It's kind of like... We, we've mentioned this a bit... If I ever drank, I would probably be one of those snobby single malt scotch guys. I feel like if I were to do drugs, I'd have to go to Coke because that's like the top tier. What? Okay. Just, <laughs> I've got nothing, man. Trying to find a correlation. I, to... I that Good job, uh, but I, I've got nothing. That's <laughs> well, fine. I, I really just... don't. I I had a, it took me forever to use a no, nose spray, so <laughs> I know I'm not going to do any of that. A, and single malt point. scotch is actually pretty good, but you know, I'm a little, I'm, I'm turning into a beer snob. Well, it's okay. You know what? With the observance of, well, like with the, I don't want to say resurgence, but the influx of craft beers and just as you see more and more people coming up with their own variations, the home kits and all of that good stuff. It's not necessarily a shock because you now have such a wide variety to choose from. Yes, and and with the uh, I don't want to use the term microbrewery, but with the local breweries, the smaller breweries, yeah, um, you're you're getting four or five choices, and I find myself in a mood. I'm in a mood for this brewery, yep, because they do certain beers very very well, whereas another brewery doesn't do those as well, right? And I I, I get in like a taste. For it, and I, I guess that's where you know your your liquor drinkers. Um, wow, that sounds a little bit harsher than I intended it for it to sound. But I reckon you know those people that enjoy the spirits. Let's let's go that way. I guess it, they have so many choices, and some enjoy mixing it, some enjoy just sipping on it. So. I've said something, I, and I'm not just, sure what I said, I, but I saw like the I look love, on your face and this big bird. Like, what I are you can't. Doing? It's like it. It's okay. I just we have liquor, and then we go with spirits. And I immediately went down the religious side of this, oh. where you're like, they've got so many choices to choose from, and I'm like, oh my god, people are losing their collective minds that hear that statement because they're like, no, uh only mine, only mine. I, you know, people are like that. I know they are. I know people that it's like it does not matter how refined you think you're. Your favorite choice, yeah. Uh, top shelf, bottom shelf. There are people that are like, "Oh, you are wrong," and oh my god, beer drinkers are just the same. And I, I, I'm talking about domestic the, stuff that I you went, can, that you can buy from too. the cooler. I mean, people are just like straight up. Yeah, I'm staying away. From I that. know you are, but you know, know people you are. are like I don't straight care. up. This is the only beer there is. Oh, that's just nothing but water. And I find myself doing that. Oh God, uh, because well, I have a favorite, and my favorite no, is I because just, that's the taste that I like. That's the taste that I want. You can have a favorite, but this whole this beer or bust is exactly what's wrong with the world. My opinion or bust. Yes, it's a me, 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 me society. We have choices for a reason. Yes. And if we were all the same, it would be boring as hell around here. It would depend on who the we all were, though. Like, there are days more of us would make the world a better place. 
There are people that you and I both know that if there were more of, the world would get a lot worse. Oh, good God. You are so correct. I know. I know. <laughs> and I hate saying that to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I... Speaking of that, I gave someone a point the other day. I gave someone a point the other day. He listens to the podcast, and I, I promised that I would own it because he got under my skin in the exact fashion that that warranted the point. And not only did he have to explain the game to others in my gaming party that did not understand why I gave out a point, so now we have indoctrinated new into this ongoing game. So now the challenge is I am not I have to put up a wall for everybody. Everybody. Not just me, well, not so, just you, so far not just to the date, eldest. The only point you've gotten from me was while we were gaming. It's true. I so you're telling me there's a pattern. <laughs> you noticed I haven't been on and invited you into any more games, right? <laughs> <laughs> And I'm just kidding. That's 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 a joke, by the way. It's just a case of in the past week. Yeah, it's been about a week or so. In yeah. the past week or so, I just I have not had the opportunity to open my laptop. Uh, not for that anyway. I've I've done it for other reasons, but you know I just haven't gamed. Taxes. Yes. Taxes. I'm going to go ahead and tell you. I don't do my taxes. I pay somebody. Uh, I'm very happy to write that check. Now that I have a kid in the house, and with the way I'm writing those checks, he he, I hopefully he's a single mom right. Scotch guy. <laughs> <laughs> I now that I have a little one in the house, and the federal government allows her to be a, an actual human status, um, I wouldn't necessarily feel as bad about writing those checks. But before we had the little human in the house, I'd write the check. And hope that broke me even. (laughs) So I was like, no, I'll do it myself. And what's free is not free online anymore either. They lie. (laughs) But either way, I'm almost done. I'm waiting on one document to come out and we'll be good. But it was just, I only have one home, a couple of cars. I don't have the diversifying that a lot of folks do and can actually itemize. Well, see, this this started, uh, I, I run a full-time business, and then I actually also ran a part-time business. And it started with, I needed some questions answered. Yeah. And I, I got in with this business group, and I, I met the CPA. So I, I went and I had the consultation, and, and I talked, and I got my questions answered, which saved me, saved me. Well, I started using their services because yeah. at the end of the year, my brain was fried with trying to keep up with what was new, what was sure. not new. And, you know, stuff would come out and I found myself not being able to, to concentrate on what I was doing, but I had to concentrate on educating myself on how to not go to jail at the end of the year. Right. So I just decided it was well worth it. And it it has now become so wonderful to just drive to his office and say, here's folder here. Yeah. And then, you know, we've been clients for long enough that I'm allowed to wait for my my refund before I write his check. Oh, So what? that's, that's even better. I mean, it's like we've made it to that status uh, because it, we, we went in one time and I was getting ready to write the check and he just looked at me and he goes, if you'd like to wait for your refund first, that's fine. Excuse me? Well, I know you're going to, I know you're going to pay me. Oh, wow. Perks. 
And I, by the way, if you own a business and you've got returned customers, perks are a wonderful way to keep them coming and keep them yes. telling other people. Now, they may tell about their perks, but a lot of times they go, you're not going to get any of that, but this is what repeat business will get you. Um, and when I ran That's my business... That's an excellent disclaimer. When I ran my business, I, I would do that. Uh, the, the, the DJ half of my business, I used to be a party DJ, and that half of my business, I had, uh, well, the eldest mother... Yeah, actually run a place that got rented out as as a party venue for quite some time. And she hired me once just off the cuff because she knew who I was. And the, the party that was there enjoyed what I did. So it turned into she consistently referred me, consistently referred me. So it turned into, okay, if I'm going to do at, at your venue, here's a discounted rate. Right. So it... it that was the return business. So if I always was at that particular venue, there was always that discounted rate. So that turned into when she was talking to people about a party, it's like, okay, now she can use that. If you yeah. rent my venue, I can get you a DJ at a discounted rate. You know, and it, right. But it, that's a wonderful thing for any of y'all that that run a business, whether it be a part time business. It doesn't even it, it doesn't really matter what you do. Uh, your repeat customers throw some perks. Uh, because they'll continue to be repeat customers. And and on that point, if you are a customer and you're using someone or something or some service for the first time, tell that person, that business, where you found out. Yep. Uh, having been in radio sales, it's a great thing to go back to, to re-up that ad. And that client's looking at me going, you know, I had eight people come in here the other day and say they heard your ad. So, right. yeah, we're going to buy a little bit more yeah. this time. Sure. Uh, and it's it, like with my mechanic. I tell so many people who my mechanic is. He, When I go to, to use his services, what I get from him is eight new people because of you this week. Well, congratulations. You need a bigger parking lot, buddy. By the way, you need a bigger parking lot, buddy. Yeah. Please. That would be great. Um, in the world of SUVs, right. it would really be great. I've gotten to a point because I drive these 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 large vehicles. I've gotten to the point where it's like I'll bring it after five, and he's his, his wife will now ask, "Really, you just want to park it in the middle of the park?" Yes, I just want to park it in the middle of the parking lot and walk off. <laughs> so I, it's one of those things where he has that. I don't know if he owns it or not. I've never gone enough in to look. There's that field across the street. He does not. Oh, and the reason the trees were planted is because there's some code violations involved. I asked because I I asked him why he quit using it, and come to find out, he was he was gonna. If I understand what I heard properly, he was gonna try to purchase it and use it for that. And there was some uh, something with the zoning and some code stuff, and he wasn't gonna be able to get it changed. So it just turned into a no, thank you. Hey, local political bullshit. Hooray! Right. If the person next door Let's... ever puts that house up for sale, I think he'll buy that. It'll well, be more sure. it'll be more likely that he can get the zoning changed because it's right next to where he already is. Right. Uh because and and long story short, he's got a shop building that was put up in the middle of a residential area. Yeah. Uh so one lot was zoned to where he could have a commercial business and he doesn't want to move his business because he's established right where he is yes well it's like and i have to agree with his wife if they move the business at this point they'll have to take that building down because if somebody else comes in and rents that building and opens a shop they'll have overflow from the people that didn't realize they moved and and i get that you you know on the one hand 
fine, we're overloaded. We'll, we can make we can make do at a new location. We'll be overloaded again. On the other hand, don't I don't want to lose just because I moved. Right. Well, <laughs> so, I get it. I I I get it. I agree. And I again that it. I'm going wherever he goes. Yeah. That, he, well, he that's, can have that's faith us. in that. I'm going I, wherever he goes. That's us. It doesn't matter. He's been working on my cars since he graduated high school. Yeah. Uh, and that, that's not even, that is a literal statement for you you people that are listening. He has been working on my car since he graduated high school. The guy he went to work for straight out of high school, and he did the vocational education, Yep. Uh, was uh, a friend of my wife's husband, and we had started using them as a mechanic, and he hired this little kid. Uh, and... He started working on our cars, and he stayed with this guy all this time. And he's now purchased that shop; it's now his. And he has there was there was a truck that I bought, uh, the one that died a vicious death, and um, we bought it in '97, and it died in 2020. But anyway, um, it got viciously murdered in 2020. I would put but this he's in like, the category of if you know you he's know. one of <laughs> he's one of two people that ever worked on that truck. And the only reason the other guy had his hands on it is it literally broke down in front of that guy's shop and it was way more convenient to just push it in that lot than right. it was to call a tow truck. Uh so and I, and it's it's a, when my daughter bought her her first car, not brand new, but when she bought her first car on her own, she brought it down here for this guy to go through. Yep. We had him look at the Carfax before she bought it. Anyway, it, it's if you've got somebody like that, I don't care if they're your housekeeper. If you've got somebody like that and you think that much of them, don't, don't, don't stray. Never stray. <laughs> I well, I take that back. I have strayed one time, but I strayed back to the second person who had told me about him. Because that was the second person specialty who has well earned my trust, respect, business, and admiration along the way. So, because I heard from my first guy to go to what is now our guy. Yeah. <laughs> if I had a problem that I realized our guy couldn't fix, I went back to my first guy. Because my first guy told me about our guy when you did. Well, And I guy, realized that's very busy. So, our just guy bear with me. Our guy I'm won't do certain things on diesels. And I, and I actually bought his diesel. So I take it to him, and it, the understanding is if it's something he can't do, he's to tell me where he would take it. Correct. Because I'm going to trust his opinion over anybody else's. Which is where my first, the first guy I talked to sent it to the guy that we both use for that very purpose, and I went, thanks. So I now send business back and forth. Yeah. Because those two well, at, at one have time, been at we it had for a, a long time. At one time, we had a friend uh, whose dad owned a service station, and because it was, you know, a friend, a friend's dad, the service station was convenient to where my wife worked. We did a lot of oil changes there. Yeah. And the guy we're talking about, my my main mechanic, he didn't care where I got the oil changed no. as long as I was doing it as it should be done. Correct. So and so we kind of bounced back and forth the business back and forth. But since then, that, that business has been sold Correct. and did an oil change there one time and weren't that happy with the end of it. So now we just keep doing But things change. Uh-huh. And, you know, thanks to the vicious murder, we went from three cars to two. And it's not as easy to leave a car for a couple of days anymore. No, not uh, anymore. And I'm, I'm not going to – this guy is well worth having to leave your car for a couple of days. Yeah. 
you just we just have to plan appropriately. Yes. Yep. Because I'm not really planning on buying a third vehicle again. Because you know, mobile house. I don't like for my expenditures to exceed my paycheck. Yes. There's that. I, so. A lot of a struggle with that. A lot of a struggle it's with that. It's something that, that uh, and I'll go ahead and, and I'll go ahead and say this uh, for you youngins that are listening, and I know some of you are way younger than me. Is this fatherly advice? Yes. I, we're going we're gonna to do that. You know what? We're gonna, No, this is grandpa advice. Oh, when he remembers why he just got that look, it'll be fun. But at any rate, if you are just getting yourself started, whether you are starting on your own, whether you are starting as a couple, married or otherwise, go ahead and understand as you are trying to get yourself established, you're going to run the cusp of having $5 left over on your paycheck. It takes a few years to get yourself there. I would also go so far as to say you don't need everything right now and you can live without that $300 whatever it is for a few weeks while you tuck your money aside to to buy it. Um, that's one of the things that, that we did wrong. We we got the first house. We needed this. We needed this. We needed this. We needed yeah. this. And it turned into a case of, well, let's just go ahead and get it. And I think we did that wrong. Uh, I, I, and, I understand. And I, I think we would have been better suited to bide our time and, and wait it out. And we learned that lesson the hard way. And everybody that's listening is going to learn that lesson the hard way. But now I am just in a case of, whoop. Nope, nope. That's my that's my money after my paycheck. That I'm not. You're not getting that. No, we we don't need that right now. Right. Because I can take that money and set a certain amount of it to the side, and then I can go pay cash for what I want. And in the six months or or year or ever how long it takes me to save up that cash, I have plenty of time to research that product or that item and totally. make sure that I'm getting the best bang for my buck. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Uh, to because you didn't get there, you got a point from me a couple of weeks ago by calling me grandpa while we were playing video games. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Now <laughs> you get to, yeah. Now's now's that. There's that afterglow of I got a point from Kenny. That's right. Right in front of all these people that you know. Well, actually, it was like one or two guys that had wanted to to basically meet me via Call of Duty. That was yep. fun, by the way. Uh, Canadian dude and other dude had a blast. Sorry, haven't been on lately. There's Canadian dude and there's transplant Canadian. <laughs> okay, well, I don't know which one was which. I, oh, it's I know one of y'all, one of the transplant listens. The guy sending the snacks, yes, had to, had to basically sign off first, and then another one signed on, and I don't yeah. know who he is other than you know his name. And he actually, after you signed off, uh, he played with me and the pseudo son in law yeah. for a little while, and then he had to sign off. Um, oh, he also told me to apologize for that because his internet gave out. <laughs> no, no, you're fine. Uh, if you're listening, you're fine. And I've actually seen his call. I, I almost said call sign. Well, I reckon that's what it is. That is I've actually seen his. Sign. I've seen his his screen name up a few times. Um, but and just to be honest, there's days when I I sign on just to get the updates. And then, but I'm wanting to play something else, yeah. so I'm, I moved to somewhere else. I mean, it's like I got um, some some guys from work and some other people I know. They use uh, the Discord app mm-hmm. to communicate back and oh, forth. God, that gets really busy while they're playing games. Yeah. Whereas we were going through Game Pass, I believe. Correct. Uh, and I did not realize you can set the chats to be personal, private. I did some more researching after you and I did our thing. 
uh, because the pseudo son-in-law just saw that I was on and saw that I had a chat going and, and joined just it, which in. is fine, by the way, uh, anytime. But I didn't. I did some research after that because I was. I, I went back to why. Why are they using this different app? But I. I think some of that is they can play their individual games. Like if I sign on to play World of War Warcraft Warships, and you yeah. you were signing on to play Call we of Duty, we can talk via Discord. We don't mm-hmm. necessarily have to be on Game Pass or whatever. It's just another way to see that oh, so and so's online yep. and. Hey, let me let me strike up a conversation. A lot of layers to that onion, to be perfectly honest, and yeah. and there's not really a wrong way to do it because, much like um, I, I will call him your pseudo son-in-law was telling us in in the game, I prefer to run at a party with people that I know. He has his moments where he likes to get in the game and talk a little shit, and that's fine. Back in the day, that was where I lived. Well, see, that if I'm, was where I lived. If I don't I'm live just, there anymore. <laughs> if I'm just going to join a, another game, I just join another game. I might have my headset on, but I won't actually join the party where I can talk. Yeah. Uh, and I've actually, and I did that by accident. I've learned that you can mute all that. Yes. <laughs> that's correct. So, you know, and that's, uh, when when the other group signed me on to Discord, I, I had no clue that that app was actually not just for gaming. I, I thought it was something that had to do with it's, It with started gaming. there and has but, turned into a bit of what a lot of folks would know now as uh, Google Meeting or Skype or, oh God, now I've lost the... I know, what you're, I know where you're going anyway. Uh, so. There's uh, a name. Yeah. Hey, just Zoom. Zoom, yes, that's correct. <clears throat> Discord operates a lot like Zoom calls before Zoom calls became a thing. Yeah, well, that's... and that's why it wasn't really a shock for IT people who most often are gamers in their spare time. Well, that's because what... it keeps it in the same vein. When Zoom came out, they went, "Oh, Broop. well, see, that's <laughs> what, easy. That's what they were they were telling me. Anytime you see me online on Discord, and you want to chat, just just pull up the chat and and we can talk. And I'm like, well, wait a minute. How do I know what game you're playing? He goes, okay, just because you've linked your games, and they have too, so I can, if they're, well, one of them has. One of them, I can just see that he's online. A couple of the others, I I can see that they're online and what they're playing. And I have found out that that one, he just uses it to chit-chat. So, and it's like, since he uses his computer for a lot of different things, including watching TV, sometimes he's chit-chatting on Discord with with someone just because it's a convenient app. Yep. He can put his headset on. He can continue doing whatever he's doing. Yep. He can have a conversation. No different than, than me and you talking on the phone while we're doing something else mm-hmm. at work. By the way, I love those those wireless headsets for that. But yep. uh, at any rate, I, a lot of this I'm having to learn, and that's where the grandpa comment came in. Well. Which is fine. It was it. all fine, and you got your point, and I don't care that you got your point because it all worked out to where everybody involved was laughing their ass off, which was was actually the, the point of that to begin with. But my first gaming with anyone, I we were talking on the telephone, mm-hmm. uh, and and yep. and I was gaming, and it, it it's kind of nice. It's it's actually nice to know that I can have that that app over in the corner, and if I'm on and you're you're on that app. And you see that I'm online and I'm playing this. It's nice to know that you can you can pop that chat through, so that I can see. Oh, oh, you want to talk? Okay, well, hang on. Let's let me pause this and yep. get this set up. But I can promise you, if I'm playing Battlefront, you're not going to have a conversation from me because I'm going to want to scream at the computer. 
And that doesn't matter which one. I, I have started enjoying both of them the same. And by the way, the free version plays different from the purchased version. Uh, Usually. Lesson learned. <laughs> and I'm almost back to the beginning again. And I, I, I've, I have strung some profane words together that don't really go together. Uh, by the way, you can use six verbs in a sentence. Just yeah. kidding. No, I'm not just kidding because no. that's my wife come into that. I was playing. Uh, I'm I'm bad for. I bought the laptop and get the wireless heads, get the, the wireless earbuds. Anyway, I I bought all this stuff, Bluetooth everything together so that I could play video games without disturbing the house. There's only one other person and a dog in the house, but I wanted to be able to play video games while she watched whatever on TV or piddled around the house or whatever it is she wanted to do that day. Fun fact. She'll leave, and that's when I'll fire up the video games. Uh -huh. When she gets home, that's when I'll take and shut everything down. But she walked in the other day, and there was this string of words that I was just shouting to the top of my lungs. And I realized she was in the house, finished my game, shut everything <laughs> down. And she turns and she looks at me, and she goes, so who, I'll just learn that. And I let nobody. I wasn't <laughs> online with And I told her, I'm like, I was playing online, but I wasn't in a chat room with anybody so I wasn't necessarily talking for anybody to hear. She goes, well, that that was a heavy-duty set of words. And I'm like, well, imagine yourself fighting the Empire and you got killed six times and respawned. She goes, oh, I'd probably say the same thing. Okay, just wanted to make sure that you understood where I was at with all of that. <laughs> I think my favorite part of that whole thing is there's so much of me that in that moment wanted to go, yeah, an Imperial Stormtrooper is supposed to have horrible aim. <laughs> I think that's built into the game because every time I play from the Empire standpoint, I can't hit shit. <laughs> you should run with that. That's an underlying. <laughs> that is an that. underlying joke. Damn it! <laughs> that the, the writers of the game have done. Uh, I can't hit shit when I play as a rebel either. But yeah, well, I was gonna say you you only had to really oh I had out to there once. go through and reconfigure everything again, uh, which you already you knew that from yep uh, when we played the other day. I've had to go back through, reconfigure some of the stuff, and it's, anyway, whatever. No, that's... We're getting to the is, point we're talking about gaming just as much as we do food. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Speaking of food, I, uh, the, our, as you guys know, we don't just record one show at a time um, because it's not full-time for us at this point. So, uh, you know, sponsors, step your game up. We'd love to do this and nothing but this and put food on the table. Yeah, we, actually, we, we would like to have our own commercial space with a nice studio and then a gaming room in the back. Did I say that out loud? I think I did. You're already at my house. Yeah, but I was thinking if we did this full-time... Oh, you mean like have a space? Yeah, like a, a That would require us to like go to work. Yes. And we wouldn't have to take the dogs out. I, I, we'd still have dogs in the office. Think about it. Okay, fair point. You, they would they would have dog beds fair in the point. office. Yeah, fair it, point. I because I would bring mine. Right, and if at any way, shape, or form, am I going to get mine to tolerate you? We need large periods of exposure. I can't find a better way than to just let them sit at so work. So we and need go. we need big sponsors. Um, yes, we like video games and food. Anybody along that industry, I like sci-fi. Anybody along that industry. We'll be happy to talk about movies for you. Oh, speaking of which, so I'm Disney gonna, hit us up. I'm gonna, yeah, no kidding. <laughs> that covers no, all. Wait, that covers all bases. By the way, no, 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 no. The new Disney Deadpool movie is gonna be rated R. We're good. Okay, we good. Um, but I'm gonna go ahead and just you know, 
I'm going to downshift out of overdrive without the clutch. I uh, Ooh, I had a clunky. weekend in which I didn't want to do anything. I wanted to veg out, and I watched Ant Man. Very good movie. Yes, I I loved it. Watched Civil War. Oh my God, that was intense. If you will just keep going down this road, well, I, you will you will get. Well, you're not going to catch up because it's just it. it well, it's going to be ends. continuous, and then there's a couple of things that are out that are actually series that I'm not. Yes, I mean I'll get to eventually. I've got this long list, but I also enjoy doing so much more than I just sitting and watching TV. I know. And I'm, um, and I'm fine with but, that, and, and I don't watch as much as I used to. And I'm good with a couple of Marvel movies here and there. The The problem is, is I get so hyped. Yes. Uh, the special effects get me going. I actually pay attention to the storyline, and then that gets my brain going. And the, the problem is, is I, I can't just... I can't put it down. It's an addiction. If I don't stop myself after one or two movies, next thing you know, it'll be three in the morning because what happens next? What happens next? What happens next? And I don't want to do that to myself. So the continuation of the Avengers, that needs to happen at some point because it will give you chills. Also, um, as big an Iron Man fan as I am, I feel like I'm kind of losing, not that I don't enjoy the Iron Man character, I find myself being more intrigued with Doctor Strange. Okay, I didn't I, think I'm that at, would happen. I'm at Doctor Strange. Oh. That's that's the next movie in the line, oh. uh, and it's not going to happen this weekend because it's the big, it's the Great American Race. But uh, I'm, I'm that's the next movie in the line, and I, I'm purposely skipping some of these series that Disney's done, not because I don't think they're going to be good, but because I don't want to get into that right now. Yep. But I want to bring up that in Civil War. They gave us. They gave. I got my first introduction to the Tom Holland Spider Man. I'm kind of on board with that. At at first, I was like, "Nope, can't he's, switch Spider Man." He's by far the and, best. Uh, but now I want to go back and catch up on the Spider Man movies, um, which it's, is causing a whole other problem because there's a Game of Thrones prequel that I haven't started. There's season four of Stranger Things that I haven't watched yet. So I'm having. It's been too. The weather's been too nice. I, I didn't. We've I, had a very mild winter. Wow. And we've been busy. I don't normally get the slack-jawed fish look that often, but the fact that you hadn't seen Stranger Things yet is is the oddest of the group to me. Because the Marvel Universe is engulfing enough where I can understand where you're not actively on every single thing that's happened. I get all that. But Stranger Things, when it hits, man, it hits so the, hard. The problem there is... We want to watch it together, yeah, and yeah. we we also want to know that we can watch several episodes. We don't want to watch one a night or one a week. We want to know that we can binge two or three in a row, sure. like, like watching a movie. And we know some of those episodes are an hour, hour and a half long. Yep. Um. And somebody that gave up on Stranger Things in the first season that I know personally has not only went back to watch it again, but because a friend of his was talking so positively about season four he started at one and in two weeks he binged the whole yeah and I, i'm kind of jealous because i i don't really want to <laughs> go all the way back and binge the whole but i'm kind of jealous that he got to get his get all the way up uh which i i was at that point i started and had two seasons back to back that i could watch um but every so far every weekend we've had something going on in which we were going to leave the house at some point in time or we were doing something 
else. And we just kind of didn't want to squeeze in an episode. We didn't want to, yeah. let's make time for it. What what we kind of been looking for was, let's let's take a horrible rainy afternoon and let's sit and watch this. But we haven't had, we've had those, but we haven't Say, had. we've had a ton of rainy afternoons. Yeah, and well, we, we talked about it last weekend when we watched the two Marvel movies. Right, so you made a it choice. It was a case That's of, fine. what do you want to do? And the response was, I want to do something that I can get up from if I if I want to, I, I don't want to do something that's going to be continuation. So we chose not to do a series yep. of anything. Fair enough. And uh, what happened was we 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 wanted a movie night last Saturday night, so we watched a Marvel movie. And then my question was, do you want to watch another Marvel movie? Do you want to switch to a TV show? Do you because we we had some time, and she was like, let's let's watch something else. In other words, I'm done with Marvel. I could probably watch those and and her not be there and she right. would not be upset at all. But yet I find her actually paying attention, so I don't want to do that. Right. Uh, so we switched to the Elvis movie. Okay. That was a disappointment. Really? Yeah. We. That is not the response I've gotten from others. We we felt like it was more about the Colonel than it was about Elvis. Okay. And we were we were very happy with the choices. In characters, the the the, the actors that portrayed everyone, we were very happy with that. Uh, but it having been written from the colonel's perspective was not something we were really on board with. And it might be because at our ages, we do know the whole story. Fair enough. Uh, you know, I was I was seven or eight years old when Elvis died, so you know I've grown up. With this story, it's not the first Elvis biography that I've I've been sure. introduced to. So we about halfway through it, my this was my statement to my wife. I'm enjoying this. I don't think I really like the way it was presented. Yeah. Now the guy that played Elvis, by the way, congratulations! You did a fine job at mimicking the king. Because that's kind of difficult to do. The the man was definitely a one of a kind, right? Um, but I don't know. Just it was just us. It, whereas you know, it's like we haven't watched the Elton John movie yet, uh, because so many people were like, "Yeah, it's a letdown," and so we haven't done that yet. What I really wanted to watch was the Aretha Franklin movie, uh, Respect, but mm-hmm. it's not out for free yet, and I'm a tight ass, so. Totally fine. Um, There's enough other stuff that could more than keep well, you entertained. Um, no one's going to judge you for that. Oh, God, I just lost the whole title of the movie. Respect? No, not that movie. Oh. The other one we watched the other week that I haven't talked to you about. Oh, the lady that did all the calculations for NASA. Oh, Hidden Figures. Yes. That was amazing. Yes, it is. And, I, and I I'm, think- a, I'm aware of her story. Yeah. So I, I mean, I already was aware of her story, but they actually tell three different stories in there, and I didn't know about the other two. Uh and and it, one of the reasons I'm aware of her story was, oh God, if I could think that woman's name, Goble. Uh, that was not her married name. She got married in, a, in, in somewhere point in time, but her maiden name was Goble, or her first married name was Goble because her first husband died. But anyway, I don't want to keep letting on about the movie, but. She actually was the reason Nichelle Nichols got involved in NASA. Nichelle Nichols, who played Lieutenant Uhura on the original Star Trek series, she actually 
got involved with NASA and helped them to recruit more women, more women of color. Right. So she actually went through this standpoint of using her fame, her position in, in, in television and movies to, to help NASA out. And because I know that one story, I, I knew about the other story. But and it was well, it, it was a well written movie. <laughs> so I will readily admit I have not watched it in its entirety. I want to. I have not at this point. I have no actual excuse as to why or why not. I just haven't sat down and done it. But I have seen enough. I, my TikTok for you page because I'll search up different movie clips because in that moment I try to I tend to treat TikTok like YouTube in short form. So I just want to see this, or I'll look up a movie clip like, oh, this is one of my favorite scenes from this movie, and I'll watch it in three minutes and be done. Because of that, it started to throw movie clips right. into my There's For a You algorithm. clip that is a very dramatic scene from this movie. And that, yes, it is. That clip was the whole reason I wanted yes. to watch the movie. Uh, and I, I, mean, I, and I yeah. knew who the clip was about when I first saw it. Um, and I, I showed the clip to my wife, and she goes, wait, that's this movie, Hidden Figures. She she told me, she goes, I've actually seen a lot of things about that. Yeah. She goes, you're big enough of a, of, of a space freak. Would you like to watch that? And the response was, oh, hell yeah. And we sat and we watched it in its entirety. Yep. And it was, it was it's, to me, just an amazing movie. Uh, but you have to be into based on real life. And yeah. You have if you don't know anything about her, watch the movie, then then look her up. So I I am intrigued not only by the clips that I've seen, the accolade that it's received in terms of just great reviews, constant reviews from all spectrums, but on top of that, I think I'm more drawn to it because my sister in law works for NASA. And I realize that's a I don't mean that in some sort of low-key flex. I'm excited for her because I get yes, I get stories and yes, I get to the the little bit of inside scoop on everything that's happening and and I'm super proud of her cuz you know, family. But it's just like this kind of leads to this you, and then there's like when you sit down to watch this movie, yeah, make sure that you have time. Yeah. Disconnect, uh put it on silent, do not disturb whatever version you use. To, to that allows only certain people to come through. Disconnect from your phone. Disconnect from the internet. Disconnect from everything. Make sure it's a night in which you know that it's not. You're not going to be interrupted. And the reason I say that is, you know, we we cut it on and both of us set our phones to the side, and we started watching the movie and we got into the movie and the phone started making noise to the point that that both of us were looking at our phones angrily. I mean, it was like, you're, it, it was to a point of, and our friends had no clue, the people that were sending messages, you know, the Facebook notification sounds, whatever. None of, I actually put mine on Do Not Disturb. I actually flipped mine to Do Not Disturb, and my wife just looked at me, and she goes, did you just cut your phone off? I said, well, I'll put it on Do Not Disturb. And she, and I paused the movie for that, so that we could have that conversation. I mean, I, right. I hit pause, grabbed my phone. She, and she's like, you're not going to respond to any of that? No, I don't want to start a conversation right now. I'll start a conversation after this movie. She goes, what if it's an emergency? Anybody that needs me in an emergency that is trying to get me via text or Snapchat or Messenger already knows that if I don't respond in about 10 minutes, they're going to have to pick up the phone. 
Right. And they're going to have to make a phone call. And if that's somebody that I will deal with an emergency with, it'll come through if I'm on Do Not Disturb. Right. And she just looked at me. She goes, wow, you really do have a hierarchy of friends. Yes. Yes, I do. I'm not going to ask. No, don't. I kind of want to, but I don't want to ask. You I have a designation, and that's all you need to know. I'll explain that off the air. <laughs> I... For what it's worth, I I I'm, don't I don't want to know. I'm actually because going, I'm just excited to have a designation. Be, because we because we hit this. even if it's just asshole that asshole. Right. Because but because we hit that's not how I got it designated. Uh, because we because we hit this, I'll explain. I feel I, like he said. I feel like when he said it's not that. I feel like he wanted to chase it with close. <laughs> <laughs> not even really. Oh boy. The, the fact of the matter is, is I I have I actually have a hierarchy of friends. Uh, there there's levels, and I didn't I didn't realize this until recently. Um, there's the acquaintances that I enjoy talking yeah. to, I enjoy running into, but I won't necessarily. We don't necessarily hang out. Yes. And I don't want to say I don't necessarily because if they were to invite, I would probably go. Sure. But we are we're friends, but we're not friends that we invite. Yeah. Each other to go gotcha. do things with. Uh, and then there's 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 work friends, and yes, I have a work bestie, and work bestie, I know you listen occasionally, so if you catch this one, you're still the work bestie. But I have work friends, and I may talk I feel to those. Like that was forced. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, I wanted to chase that further, but I watched the color almost drain from your face, and I went. I oh, can this promise bad. you, if he if he does listen to this, I can promise you, he just rolled his eyes, corrected a contact from rolling his eyes, and is shaking his head, and and, and I'll, I'll get some weird look the morning after. But anyway, um, <laughs> that's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh well, well played. I, I well tried. played, well played indeed. I mean, you actually—that's my role, and you did a good job at it. <laughs> But yet, then there, you know, and I have work friends that I'll socialize with outside of yeah, work. Totally. But again, maybe not get together with. Uh, maybe just a, a message here or there, or maybe just a "Hey, look what I'm doing" type of situation. It doesn't make any of these people any less my friend. It just I have a smaller circle. Yep. That I'm I'm a little tighter with, and those people in my head have a designation. And like I said, I'll I'll explain that off the air because I don't want to really get into all of that. I don't. Um, again, it's bad enough that there's there's people here listening that are probably doing the same thing that you just did. So where do I stand? <laughs> but it's funny. I there's a part of me that wants to drop names on a couple of the people that listen <laughs> just to kind of see. But I I have done a bit of the same at work. Um, and, and and this is not a work story. It's not anything to do with what I do. It's just the higher the office hierarchy. Um, I have reached a point. And it's, again, no disrespect to anyone. There are co-workers and then there are friends. There are people that transcend co-worker status and other folks that I can be cordial with and can, you know, hey, how's it going? I, you know, wish all of the best. I've, I've actually got a whole... You set the boundary of being a co-worker. Yeah. Because if you don't, it tends to bleed over and taking work home with me is not my favorite, especially on a bad day because I don't want to bring negativity into the house. I actually have, there. there's actually a long list of people that I work with that I enjoy running into when we're out. Sure. 
Um, and as I've mentioned before, one of my coworkers has a band, and when that band plays, a lot of us go sure to support him absolutely and, and his band. And we all Bigger gravitate. The crowd means it, more it, word of mouth. More yeah, games. and it yeah, doesn't it. matter who all comes with us. We we bring friends and family from outside of where we work. We all congregate together, and we, we kind of bring in. So you end up with this large group now, yep. and it looks a little clicky because we might hang out over here in this smaller segment of this large group. But we're all we all kind of gravitate together, yep. and I enjoy it. And anytime I get messages from any of those people outside of work, I enjoy it. Uh, that's a, a lot of stupid jokes you get on Snapchat. They come from some of those same people. Yep. Um, and I, I love it. I enjoy it. They're friends. But like I said, and a lot of people have like a close knit, smaller circle. Uh, so yeah, and my wife refers to it as a hierarchy of, of friends. So I reckon I, I I do, and a lot of people maybe that you don't even realize you've compartmentalized or you've you've put people in a, a flow chart so to speak. <laughs> so I have a theory to that, and I don't want to necessarily run back towards gaming, but I've played enough Call of Duty Warzone that eventually the circle closes in on you, so you have to compartmentalize where you're going. <laughs> and I feel like I've I kind of do that where I'm like. All right, you can talk to me for work-related stuff. I hope you have a wonderful weekend, but we're good. Bye, see you later. And then I have people who are like, tell me what you did this weekend. Tell me. Tell me all about it. How's everything else? How's the family? How's the kids? How's the wife? You know, whatever. Me there's and, a different me There's the, a different hierarchy. Me and the work bestie, uh, and we actually got to be friends outside of work, but we met each other through work. And that's, I realized that what I just said doesn't really make sense, but... Our friendship develops elsewhere. Let's put it like that. Yeah. And when we're at work, we'll talk about work. When we're not at work, literally, you're not going to hear. It. Like if we go fishing, we might talk for five minutes about work. Yeah. Uh, if we message each other outside of work hours, it, it might be five minutes about work. The rest of it goes personal. Yeah. So basically just somebody I clicked with. And it, it clicked more on that personal level than it did the work level, where a lot of the others, I, I enjoy talking to them, I enjoy exchanging jokes with yep. them in the whole nine yards, but the majority of the conversation is going to be work, um, other than the, the stupid jokes that we, and I've got this whole thread of stupid jokes that uh, we like sending each other back and forth. And it's that's a great break to the day, by the way, if you've got somebody at work that you socialize with that you know you can you can send a joke to. Having that person or multiple people at work that you can cut up with is, is a real break to the day. Yep. Um it I I know I, I know of people that have like two friends and literally that's it. If their phone goes off, it's one or the other. It's never a multitude of people. Whereas I pull this whole I hate people thing and I'm I'm not I'm not the social butterfly I come across to be sure. some sometimes other times I am that is some we've talked before about cutting per, parts of your personal personality on and off I can do that I can cut that part of my personality on and off well, I, we've also talked about compartmentalization of friendships right I like I like having I like knowing a lot of people and it's not that I'm required to know a lot of people but I don't necessarily want to interact with all 400 people on my social so I will share this when I turned 30 my wife and I had just begun dating, I think. Let me do the math in my head, roughly. 30, maybe 35. I don't remember which one it was. Um, but my wife 
did a surprise party and invited a lot of my friends. Now, not all of them because you didn't have contacts with all of them, but I've never had more anxiety than my in my life than watching three or four different groups of friends around the same table have to figure out how to coexist along with my family. Now, granted, all of them are very nice people and they, we all get along just fine. And I'm not necessarily different around those in general, but just my anxiety went through the roof. Because how do I manage an inside joke with that one, an inside joke with you, an inside joke with that group, and then try to convince my parents who are older than me to understand it, or my wife to go, why did he say it like that? It's my birthday. I should not have to work this hard. You know, <laughs> it, it was a very much an anxious moment for me. Don't. I enjoyed it because everybody around me yeah, was that's, people that I care about. But that's the still, thing. You, you 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 have to you have to not worry about that, and that's that's not easy to do. By the way, um, I'm I'm gonna be real honest right here, right now. If you've met other friends of mine, then I've already figured out. That you can, which you're less likely because you and I don't hang out outside of right. this podcast. And when we do, it's it's messaging or we're, well, the more recent we're, we're getting on video games. Yep. It is rare for you and I to be out and about. Uh, and part of that is you, you don't go to the breweries. You've got the younger child at home, so you don't right. do the going out part where we're getting back into dating. Um, So you're less likely to be in that position. Right. Uh, but now it, it's highly possible for you to at some point in time to be at my house and somebody else might be running by to get something. Yeah. And I will be really, really honest. If I'm fearful of how that interaction is going to go, the two things are not going to meld. It'll be a case of, nope, can't do that. Sorry, busy Saturday. Somebody will get right get pushed to the side. Uh, so when you make it to the point to where you're starting to meet, which you've you've met my family you've met my daughter i've had my oh, daughter yeah. around you so you you should already realize you've got a designation because i ain't taking my kid around anybody i'm kind of weary of uh and yeah even though she's 20 almost 25 folks i'm still like that but uh anyway that never changes really never changes but my mother-in-law on a on a facetime call with my wife and, and myself last night said at some point, we were talking about my health, and and that's for the record, no nothing's pro, no no issues. I just, just had a physical, of all, all good. Yeah. Just top uh, of conversation. Point of concern: I'm not tiny. We have so, to we have to do these disclaimers because we do have friends and associates and acquaintances that listen. So no no problems or anything, uh, at least not yet. <laughs> uh, but she had talked to me about um, you know wanting me to be around. Uh, for you know, hopefully walking my daughter down the aisle, and I I literally looked her dead in the face on the phone and went, "You shut your mouth." <laughs> 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 and she kind of looked at me funny. And she goes, "You know, it's it's probably going to happen." And I was like, "I I you will no longer well, be around my child the, if you're going to start making those types of the allegations." The pseudo son in law is not the, <laughs> the pseudo son in law is not the first boyfriend, right? Um, and if you're just finding this out. Tell her I'm sorry for saying it, but anyway, <laughs> he's he's not the there's first. There's a whole other level of issue that I'm not sure I want to. Unpack. Not the first. He's not the first boyfriend, but he's he's the long term so far. Yep. Uh And I I don't know where this relationship is headed. I call him the pseudo son-in-law. I do that to his face because I like picking with him. Uh, he's fun to pick on, and well, you've you've now met I him. I now met him. So well, I've see, now 
talked yeah, with him. Yeah, so see you 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 are in you're in more of the fold than you think you are. Um but I don't know how well I'm going to transition when that happens. Uh, because, I mean, when she went off to college, I was not ready for that. I was not ready for that. She was totally ready for that. I was not ready for that. Well, by the time I got used to the fact that she was on her own in college, college was over and she was getting her own place. I was not ready for that. She was ready for that, but I was not ready for that. And then, you know, she comes home, boyfriend, okay. Well, all right, I can deal with it. Last couple of boyfriends, it was easy. It was, it was all right, I can deal with it. And here we are a year and a half later, same boyfriend, and I'm sitting there going, he's got to go. <laughs> He's gotta go. It's, it's time for this to be over. <laughs> but all, all I think in those moments is like, it, my daughter goes to We Care uh, in, at our church once a week. That's that's for her age group right now, and you know it's it's three of them in the class. I know the parents of one of the kids. I have met the parents of the other. I don't know. I know who they are. I may recognize them if I saw them out somewhere, but I've only really been around the mother once when I took my daughter to, to story time, whatever, and I, I met her. And so even then, I was sitting here. Before my daughter turned one, I was sitting at my house. I got a text message from my wife who had taken my daughter to a birthday party and the boy at the birthday party, who the party was for, was older. And I say older by like he just turned two, and or was, maybe he was just turning one, and my daughter was like eight nine months old, and um, she sent me a picture of the two of them, and literally it's nothing more than like they were both pointing fingers at each other and were like, "Ooh, other baby," and I immediately responded to my wife, "Who is that?" And she goes, are you serious? I said, who is that child? Whose is he? What reckless animal let that child near my daughter? And I wasn't kidding. I had the distinct urge to punch that baby in the face. You get over it. <laughs> You'll get over it. I'm sure I will. But until that time, we we need to really screen some things. Because I might go to jail. <laughs> I never in my life would have thought that. And my wife is laughing and cutting up and carrying on, and I'm like, no one's this ever, doesn't bother first, you? First off, no one's ever going to be good enough. Second off, when it turns into something... I'm not good enough. When it turns into something real, your wife's not going to be laughing and joking. I promise you. <laughs> you know my um, wife. You're, you're, in, you're in this... You're seeing something now that you know you're going to have to deal with later. Your brain's playing tricks on you. By the time you get around to having to deal with it, you'll know how to deal with it, though. I was I was very, oh, that first one that come to pick her up to take her somewhere, I told her his rules. Yes. I we, You have shared that story yes. on this podcast. And I mean, and that I, was and awesome. I'm, I'm, you I'm, screenshotted yes. license plates. Yes. I, I, I'm very straightforward uh, about the fact that I am overprotective of my daughter. Um, and I, I, I'll own it, own it every, every minute of the day. I will own it. Um, I actually have, I, anyway, <laughs> some of my friends have actually said, if I meet this guy, how am I supposed to act? And I'm like, suspiciously and just leave it at that, you know, just whatever. Uh, but see, now you've put me in a precarious position because I've now met. And as far as me, as far as me personally, Playing games with someone is about the same as breaking bread at the table. 
So now I don't really know how I'm supposed to act because now I'm like, am I supposed to all of a sudden be a dick? Because you've now made it, you've added a layer to this to this you, cake that you I'm can't, not aware of. You can't you can't change your persona. It's too late at this now, point. right? Well, you couldn't have changed your persona before you met him online, um, because he listens avidly. He's heard every episode. That's right. So he's already got a, a conception of your personality. Oh. Shit. So you're you're kind of not. When so he's, now I get to be he and the I actually, fun, happy go lucky. He and I actually talked when it got when it got down to just me and him playing. He he was like, he was like, I didn't realize who all you were on with. He goes until I heard the voice, and I'm like, well, <laughs> you're not going to recognize his screen name. Um, I'm certain, but you know, it's like he goes, yeah, but just the instant he talked, I recognized the voice, and he goes, who's who's the other guys? He goes, where do you know them from? And I'm like, him. We've and he goes, you're, he goes, you're kidding. I'm like, no, we actually, I got a message that, hey, I got a few minutes to play games if you want to sign on. So he and I signed on. And then in in the mix of it, it was, ooh, wait, so-and-so wants to sign in. And he's one of them that's been wanting to talk to you and meet you. And by the way, that was pressure. I, I, I mean, it's like I had to be podcast Kenny, which is really no different from real Kenny. But it's, it's like not. I felt like I had to be podcast Kenny on purpose. And that was not that was not easy. By the way, he's a fun guy to talk to. But it was like I mean, it, in an instant, it was a case of oh shit, there's expectation. Oh my god, I don't know how to handle no, this. No, and that's the thing. There isn't any intent of expectation. There wasn't like I want to hang out with Kenny because it's the podcast. I, it wasn't even that. It was strictly because hey, we could have somebody reliable that we might be able to play with, and like because. It's not that we always look for people because we've got a nucleus depending on the style of game. I've got it down to about seven that I can run with in well, any particular format. And I get that because, like, I've, 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 oh, I don't even know how to use the terminology, but you know, you and I have hooked up on Game Pass. We've got each other's yep. screen names and such. What? And I, I friended these uh, guys that we played with the other week. Of, of course, the pseudo son-in-law. A few of the guys at work. And it, it's a case of, and I, everybody, everybody felt the need to say the same thing to me when I asked if it was okay to join, because I was the weirdo that asked if it was okay to join the group. And if it the first was, thing, if it wasn't, you would be right, there. The first thing, the <laughs> there first, are measures to make sure you don't show up well, again. The, the first if thing, there's a problem, <laughs> the first thing I got. Well, see, here's the thing: I wouldn't have known their screen names. Right. So I could have been on playing and they they log on with me and I wouldn't have known who they were from right. Adam. But you know, so I basically asked for the screen names. That's how I got the Discord app because one of them said, You're gonna have to use this if you're gonna talk to us while yeah. you're playing games. This is the app we use. And until I played with you guys the other day, I now understand why they use a separate app because you get a lot of background noise lot of background via noise. the if game you don't. that if you're in this app, I can cut the game volume completely down and not even worry with it. But um, I, but anyway, I would turn the other player volume down. I wouldn't turn the game volume down because I knew what I was talking about. Okay. I was like, you're going to hear people walking up behind you. That's a whole new ball game. If you try to play that game on mute, I, I knew what I was talking about. <laughs> I think. Anyway, but that was, that, there that was the thing. They, they they were actually they were actually kind of confused as why I was face to face asking permission. And I and and, and the, yeah, when I, I asked the first one, they're like, "Why would you even ask that? Of course, you can have my screen name. We're friends." And I'm like, "I'm I'm asking that because 
this is a, 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 an inner circle type of thing for me. The, the way I understand it is this is, you know, you're playing games with these, these four other people uh, that you've already played games with. Some of them you've known for years. Some of them you may have only known for a few months. But, you know, I watch you guys talk. And back to your, this one, I have an inside joke with this one and a different inside yeah. joke with that one. I've seen these people interact in person. And there's a multitude of inside jokes. And I'm going to circle back around what I was going to tell you before. You don't worry about that. If you've got an inside joke with me and we're around five of your other friends and you and I give each other a look and start laughing, they don't care. No more than you care if two of them were to do it. it there's this instant of, wonder what they're laughing about. Oh, well. And you move on because people have interactions outside of their interactions with you. Right. And therefore, you're going you're gonna to get that. So when you meld these people together, you're melding them together because they're at the same, I'll use the word tier, in your right. friendship hierarchy. They're at the same Different level. Different platform, but, but same tier. You and I are going to have a multitude of inside jokes that even the people that listen to this won't get because we talk off the podcast. Well, not just that. So We've also you, at one point been co-workers. Right. So, so a small you, look is going to point in that direction. Now, now you, I get that. You come up on, on we'll, we'll use, it's a church friend, uh, and, and we'll use that one as the example. I worked long and hard to, to make that particular friendship, and uh, that's, a, that's another story. Well, actually, you know what? We've got time. Uh, we're going to let this one run over for this because this is, this is, this is this is important information for anybody that has anxiety about melding all of their friends together for a particular event. Uh, one of my closer friends, I actually worked hard to become his friend. We were going to church, and I was helping out in the, the children's and youth departments, and he had children. And I realized one day that I had met him. I had met his in-laws. I had met his wife. I had met his children. But I was dealing with his children on a regular basis. Some of the other departments I worked in at church or volunteered for at church, I was dealing with his in-laws on a regular basis. And I had all these 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 connections were starting to form at church. Except with him. Except for with him. He's a very quiet, reserved person. Well, the day his children walked in, come running up to me and hugged me, good morning, I kind of caught him out of a corner of my eye doing the same thing that you and I would be doing. What are you doing with my kid? Why are, why is my kid running over to you? What and now in the church setting, your first thought should be, oh, he works in that department, so I get right. it. The, the kids have made this connection, and that that's okay. But I kind of felt bad because after the kids gave me a hug, his wife gave me a hug. So then it turned into a okay, introvert. I have to meet you. You and I need me, you and I here. need a formal introduction. You and I need a dialogue. Right. And I actually set out for this. And uh, just to be honest, I refer to him as my boyfriend because I had to work real hard to get that friendship formed. Um, yeah, I got little nicknames for a lot of my friends, by the way. Uh, but anyway, uh, I, I, it's because I had to work. And I literally had to work. So it turned into an every time we were at church that he was there, I walked up, looked him dead square in the face, shook his hand and said, hello. Right. That's as far as it went. It never went past the hello. And his his father in law noticed. He goes, "You're you're working hard for this, aren't you?" And I told his father in law, "It's like your your daughter hugs me 
on Sundays. Your your grandchildren are hugging me on Sundays. You and your wife come up and talk to me. I've been invited to y'all's house. I just feel like I need to to to, to form some type of friendship here so that he understands that everybody's just friends. Right. Well, the more I worked on it and the more I worked on it, the further I got. And it was really it was really weird and it was kind of kind of fun uh after the fact because what happened is I'd go up and I'd shake his hand, say good morning, look at him dead square in the eye, I wouldn't even ask any other questions, just shake his hand and walk off, sort of like the church greeter. Well then it turned into he'd walk up to me, how you doing? Fine. Then we'd walk our separate ways. Next thing you know, we're at a get together at his in laws, and he and I are in a corner. And you can't shut us up. Yeah, and we've we've been friends ever since. And I and he knows I refer to him as the boyfriend, and he'll own up to it. I'll send him text messages that start, "Hey, darling." So but, you know, and it's and it's it that was a I really worked hard to to develop, and all I was looking for was a connection there because of the rest of what was going on, and it was a situational thing. But see, now that connection is chosen family. Right. So now for for me to have that person at a gathering with someone else, I understand your nerves. Because now it's like I have chosen family, and because this person got invited, oh, you might as well say chosen family. So now you have to sit back and go, are they going to get along? Or are they going to hate each other to the point that, I can't be around them both at the same time because what you really want is for your closest friends to always be around each other yeah. at the same time. And I, I think all of us have that anxiety. So whereas, and I'll use your work friend because I know who that person is and I know the connections there. There's going to be a time that even now that I don't work there, y'all now have inside jokes, inside stories right. that I'm not aware of. And there's going to be a time in which there's going to be a glance. And I will have that moment of, hmm, jealous, I don't know what that's about. But then I'll move on because then there's going to be that time that you and I are going to have that glance and that person's going to have that same moment. And I think we all have that moment. Yeah. I mean, we're human. Yeah, I think we all have that moment of, which I was in on the joke, but I think everybody has that moment to where it's like the instant you get told, oh, that's just an inside joke between me and him. Oh, well, damn. You know, right. you could explain it, but I don't really want it explained because that's part of their friendship, yeah. not part of all of our friendship. Uh, or it might be somebody I don't even know, so it's definitely none of my damn business. And I may not even be able to get the joke if I tried. Now, if it's somebody that I know, it's a possibility I could get the joke. But I still don't really want to be let in on it because that's between y'all. And uh, actually have that at, at work. I've got inside jokes with the worst work bestie. I almost said the worst bestie. Sorry, bud. Anyway, I've got inside jokes with the work bestie. I've got inside jokes with other work friends. And all of us don't know all of the inside jokes. And usually when it's like, what was that all about? Oh, inside joke. And we let it we let it go. Right. And human nature is, I want to know, because we're all nosy at the end of the day. But yep. I also don't want to horn in on your friendship with that person. And knowing that inside joke is horning in on your friendship with that person. Now, if it's a case of y'all look at each other, bust out laughing, and then one or the other starts explaining, okay, that's that's not necessarily an inside joke. Right. That's just that's just something that's funny to y'all, and now y'all want to y'all want to put me in on it. But 
it I under but I understand your anxiety because and I had it from the other route because when you when you had and we'll just call him Canadian guy for the moment when you had him sign on the other week I had this freak out moment of I don't want to be here anymore I, I've got an expectation to live up to. Holy shit! What's he really told this guy that I don't know about? Blah blah blah. I mean, and it, yeah. like you, you do a you, you do a millisecond of four hundred different things in the back of your brain. But at the end of the day, I realize, wait a minute. Josh is sharing a friend in this situation. This friend actually wanted to to, to meet me in this situation. So this is, and that's. I may never see this guy face to face. We probably will never talk outside of playing those right. video games. But at that, for that moment, it it was a, it was a sharing process, and y'all both chose. Yep. And it awkward for me, but it was only awkward for a little bit and, until you got over the initial. And it, just for me, it's kind of just saying it's kind of hard to meet somebody on the internet. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I and I realized that. In today's age, but I, I at my age, we my didn't, wife we way. didn't have, we didn't, have, well, see, we didn't have, we, yeah, we, I know. party lines were done by then. I mean, we had three way calling, but it was rare for for us to be like, oh, let me let me sign in so and so. You don't know them, but I'll I'll call them real quick and we can all talk. I, right. Most of the people that I've met, I've met face to face, and the meeting meeting this guy just voice was a little awkward for me sure. at first. I get it. Um, and anyway, and I've met friends of other friends. Uh, like I, I've met the work, the work bestie's best friend, but met the guy face to face. But because the work bestie talks, kind of knew a little bit. I kind of knew a little bit about this guy. But most of the time when we're talking, <laughs> we've got a record button on, so we keep right. some stuff to ourselves. But sure. But anyway, it it I get it. I get it because there's there's gonna there's gonna come a time in which I'm gonna have to to have everybody together and it's a little nerve wracking and I've done it before I've thrown parties to where like oh well we're just gonna invite these people and then you find out there's friction or friction develops and now you're not having fun at your own party that's my I think that's my greatest fear of the whole thing where it's like I don't want to have to res- referee my own event. No, you have to learn that it's okay to be clicky. Um, yeah. I, I've actually, I call it work in the room. And I've actually worked the room at, at my own events, at my own party, uh, just to make sure that I, I talk to family. Just I think the hardest time I had was at my mother-in-law's funeral when we had we had everyone come to the house instead of a, a receiving line at the yeah. funeral home. Well, that's my wife's family's thing. Uh, they don't like the receiving line at the funeral home, thank God, because neither do I. But we had everybody at the house, and I found myself, I guess playing host would be a good good way of saying it, because we had family in from out of town that church family didn't know. That family in town knew, but my family didn't know from Adam. And you don't want to, every time somebody comes in the room, you don't want to be, what's his, Rick Moranis's character from Ghostbusters when he's having that party. You oh, don't want to be yeah. the, oh, hey, everybody, this is Josh. He's the guy I do the podcast with. And, you know, you don't want to have to do that invitation to everybody that's walking in the room. So you really only want to, to introduce those that you're talking with when someone walks up. So, like, situationally, in that situation, if I'm here talking to you and out of the corner of my eye, I just say, saw my sister walk in. All right. In an instant, I know my sister's going to know me and my wife and my daughter. Right. 
So in an instant with you, I'll go, hey, my sister's here. We'll catch up in a minute. And I'm going to take off. Then it starts to look a little clicky because I might stand in a corner with them for a little bit. And they may only get introduced to the people as, as they're coming up to say goodbye or as, as somebody new is coming right. in. But I can't, you, you have to learn to let, let things play out on their own. And it is nerve-wracking yep. to watch that happen. And it's also nerve-wracking at the end of an, of an event. And you go, did I spend enough time with everybody? Uh, but you have to trust that your friends are okay with all of that, yep. especially that that group of friends that you're going to have together. And there might be friction. Somebody may not click immediately with somebody else, but they're the ones that have to deal with that. They're the ones that have to figure out how to how to separate that. Uh, and it, back to when we all go to watch that one band, I'm I'm bringing other people in with me because yeah. I've already invited them. They're going to be there, so you all have to be okay with. I might be ten feet away from you standing with this person. And, um, well, the night that I met, uh, the work bestie's best friend was at a brewery. Well, I was, I had also invited our neighbors to come. So I was trying to hang out with the neighbors, hang out with the work peeps and meet this, these people. And I was kind of bouncing and kind of working the room. And at the end of the day, it literally turned into a, did I spend enough time with everybody? And you just gotta, you gotta learn how to cut it off. It's not easy. Just gotta learn how to cut it off. So the real question was at the end of the night, were you a dick? 